what it do what it do what it do y'all it is your girl i am sip love i'm representing the down south area with this new here podcast called love my dirty south podcast this is episode five we made it in y'all i'm so so excited to introduce my two guests here i have mr javi and then i have mr shamir here if y'all can go ahead and just tell them what y'all do and what y'all about <laughs> well, I am Javi the OC. Um, Javi Wilson is my actual name, but I go by Javi the OC. I'm um, the biggest host in Atlanta right now. Um, I do hosting. I'm an entrepreneur. I do influences. I'm a personality, a little bit of everything. So I'm just a jack of all trades. Okay, period. And what's up with you, Shamir? Yeah, I mean, Shamir, of course, but most people call me Yates the Great. Uh, I've been in the field for about 10 years, education, music, and sports. Yeah. Really probably started when I was like an undergrad, but as a professional post. Yeah. Grad, grad school that's my thing um, work with a lot of artists a lot of athletes high school college and uh, we just pushing the music forward that's what yeah. we do out here okay so on this here podcast um like i stated i'm from mississippi but i like to highlight all my southern individuals who basically had to move from a down south area to a bigger city you know for better opportunities and things of that nature and i'm kind of letting stuff slide right now because we got a brother here from brooklyn <laughs> up north representing the up north so I'm going to just ask you guys, you know, how it's been, you know, where you are now currently, whether you're from a down south area up or up north, and, you know, just relating it to where you are now, right? So I'll go ahead and start with you, Mr. Javi. I know that you at Clark. You know, yeah, how is yeah, it at yeah. Clark? And also, he's from Mississippi, y'all. So. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so, so first, yeah, let's talk about that. You know, you being from Mississippi yeah. and coming to Atlanta. Tell them about that. Um, I moved to um, I moved to Atlanta probably in 2017 with my mom's. Um, it was a decision. It was kind of like my mom's kind of moved me out here. I moved in 10th grade. Um, it was a decision for better opportunities and better, you know, just chances. You know, mm -hmm. when coming from Mississippi, you know, you can get far. You can do a little bit, but you know, it's only so far you can really get with yeah. all the opportunity that all everything that you're really trying to see in the city and stuff of that nature. So we moved down here in uh, 2017, and it's just been up ever since. Like I, I, I think I was made. I think I was made to come down here, to come to Atlanta. What? Yeah, why you? Like, why, why, why you felt like you was made to come down here versus staying down south? Cause it's just like I, I, I really. Feel like it's, it's the best transition that you can ever make honestly like mm -hmm. being from down south we just so versatile we can do any and everything you know i really feel like we got that it you know you, mm -hmm. that it that you can't really explain that what it, it is but that <laughs> it so i feel like um coming from mississippi it's just you know we i came from down here and i feel like i just fit right in like i was just able to just really just learn myself and just learn from so many influences and so many people so just you know really create who i really you know wanted to be and who i really am now yeah. yeah. So, how old were you when you left Mississippi? Probably like 16, 17. Probably. Okay, so did you have like a good amount of friends back at home? At all, I did not. It was like, just you. It mm -hmm. was it was such a change like coming from Mississippi like it was it was honestly like a good thing for me because uh, in Mississippi, I was just going through a lot, you know, being a child in Mississippi, yeah. being different and stuff like that, dealing yeah. with like bullying and all the other stuff. Mm. So it was, you know, just a change, it's like scenery, just a new start. That was what me and my mom always wanted. It was just like a, a fresh start, it's just a new beginning. So that's what we came out here for and definitely got it and it's just been good ever since. Yeah, okay. So when you came down here to Atlanta and you got to Clark first away was that your um, college so I came I moved to Atlanta and I went to Westlake when I first moved down here okay and I went from I transferred from Westlake to go to Decatur High in Decatur Georgia and then I graduated from Decatur and then went to Clark Atlanta okay College. so wait so let's talk about high school because yeah. you 
Were you you weren't in high school when you was in Mississippi, right? Or you was in middle school. I did ninth grade in Mississippi, but then I moved. I had to get out. Of okay, there. so how was that? Year. Right, how was that environment yeah. like transition from school periods from like being in Mississippi to an Atlanta school? Because you was, was like, so how was that? Like, I just I ain't never seen nothing like it. Like, so I remember like when 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 my mom told me we was moving and stuff like that, and I was coming in the tenth grade, so I was going to Westlake. Yeah. So she like, oh, we going to Atlanta? Uh, we'll be there before the first day of school. So I'm like, bad. I'm trying to look up. Different Atlanta stuff, how they yeah, dress, how yeah. they, <laughs> what to music prepare. they listen to. I'm trying to go, like really prepare myself to come in and fit in. But I came and I was just so like bamboozled, culture shock. Like I remember like wearing boots and stuff, and wait a minute, I was tying them up and stuff. Yeah, you, you know, you know when you're in Mississippi, you know you're gonna yeah. you wear you some boots. Everybody yeah, got yeah, boots. yeah, the country. Boots. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? I had my boots on. I had them tied up before, so it's like looking at me crazy and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So I really just had to adapt. Really just had to like peep game on like what really was, mm -hmm. you know, the culture of Atlanta and like what really just was success out here. So once I really, you know, just took a little time to look at how everything was moving, how everybody was dressing, how everybody was doing and stuff like that. I said, yeah. like, I can do that and make it my own. Like, still keep yeah. it Mississippi, but still, like, adapt to Atlanta. Because you got to adapt to growth, you feel Okay, so you feel like that you had to adapt to really yeah. get to where you needed to go. Yeah, no, nah, for real. You, you, you have to, like, in any environment, in any space, like, mm -hmm. like you have to adapt. You have to be able to adapt to be able to grow in, you know, succeed. So, like, yeah, like... I, I'm from Mississippi. I'm a Mississippi person and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like, it's certain things that you have to learn when coming to a new spot, when coming to a new environment yeah. to be able to, for other people to be able to receive you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I had to, you know, adapt and not to Atlanta culture, but take little parts of Atlanta culture and, like, hold close to that. That way other people could be able to receive me and understand where I was coming from as in the um, profession that I do. Okay. I'm going to shift yeah. the perspective to you, Shamir. You know, he's he spoke about his... um school periods, you know, transitioning from that down south Mississippi to that Atlanta. Right. Where did you go to high school? Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah, for me, I went to a, a school called uh, Martin Luther King Antonio okay. High School. I, okay. Antonio. Okay. Uh, oh, no. That's Stonecrest now. <laughs> yeah. I went there in 05. I uh, had a great time. I mean, that was in Atlanta at that time, the 2000s, really by 2008, it was a very serious thing with the music, mm -hmm. the movies, and the sports, you know. And it's yeah. still evolving, you know. Mm -hmm. But at that time, I was just a little kid, you know, adapting to the culture as well because yeah. my family's originally from New York. I was born up there, raised down yeah. there. Mm -hmm. uh, born up there, but raised down yeah. south, per yeah. se. Uh, and I always visited New York, like, every every six months out of it, each year, mm -hmm. my birthday, New Year's, family yeah. traditions. But uh, I repped the south, you know. I rep the South even more now because I lived in Savannah for about ten years. So okay. Georgia is a big stamp in my life thus far. Okay. So what is it? What is it about it? You know about Atlanta that make you want to rep it more than Brooklyn? Because that's basically what I'm getting at. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You feel yeah, in Atlanta yeah. more than Brooklyn? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, like, is it the culture? What is it? Atlanta, Atlanta's still changing, still evolving. Like he stated earlier, you know, and. Uh, the whole state of Georgia is still evolving. Like, yeah. It's still like real old school, deep south mm -hmm. style of Georgia. But yeah. Atlanta's the spot that's really in Savannah as well, and Augusta and Columbus. Yeah. Those are the four spots that's really like bringing Atlanta or bringing Georgia more popular. Yeah. Know, whether it's overseas, whether it's different states, different continents. So, you know, uh, I rep Georgia heavy. I mean, I've been down here, I'm 32. I've been down here about like 30 years. Yeah. So there's no way I can't say I'm not from Atlanta. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> my passport, my passport got Brooklyn, New York. Oh, you need to change that. You need to change that. That's the only fact I got to this day. Old yeah. pictures and then my passport and family. 
so wait, when did you leave Brooklyn? Uh, about 2003. 2003. Okay. My pops. So wait, how old you were? Uh, about two years old. Oh, oh, okay. So I mean, you still a debate. Yeah. Folks, they like you was eighteen months. Mm -hmm. Some folks like you was two years old. Yeah. You know, so it was, <laughs> you know back in the day type thoughts, but uh, it, it was good. It was good. Like mm -hmm. I said, uh, like I said, I had to go back to kind of see where we came from, kind of coming from the projects in New York. Okay. And seeing where I grew up in Atlanta, mm -hmm. well, east side of Atlanta, I was really like, wow, we really came out the struggle. Yeah. You know? So that uh motivated me to be to where I am now. Even yeah, better, yeah. Know, the biggest piece. So. So, yeah, I just want to speak a little bit more about, like, high school periods before, you know, college. Because, like, y'all are, you know, well, young guys, you know. Hey, you know I'm just saying, I don't even know how to put it. But, you know. 35. <laughs> okay. yeah. I just want to talk about, like, how was it, you know, because, like you said, you was it was still down south for you. And then you're in Atlanta. So, you're in high school. You're in high school. How was it, like, you know, being a, a boy? Or how was it trying to grow up, you know, in high school days? Like, what was your favorite thing to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was you doing around that time? You know, what was your what was your favorite thing, you know? I think, for me, you know, like, my team that I'm with now to this day, we were friends back in middle school. Like okay. Like, 03, 02. So, we still kept it solid. You know, we, we family members, technically. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a godfather to some of my friends' kids. Okay. So, it's kind of like that growth from those middle school high school days to us being adults now that yeah. we got us like we family yeah you know? if i ever got a situation going on those are my backup guys yeah and vice versa and it's just crazy because we don't really find that a lot and i speak more so for my generation like as soon as we you know get into it with a friend oh they cut off yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we gone we gone to the the next phrase you know what i'm saying <laughs> so i really do that's one thing that i do admire about the generation that's before me um is just you know that y'all keep those those connections tight and i think that's really appreciated and that's needed for this generation now because it's a mess it's a mess out here and so javi go ahead and speak about I mean, your high school I, I got me a close friend too i'm okay. this generation you feel me yeah <laughs> no i'm 22 uh not so high school is a little different for me like i have one friend that like i so i met i got this homeboy named chris that's like was my homeboy as soon as i came into high school as soon as i moved to Atlanta, yeah and like we still cool now like we still close that's like my brother like would never like fold up for him yeah. but it's just like real crazy like we was just talking the other day about how how we just like evolved from high school like high school we was worried about basketball we was hooping yeah trying to you know really like thinking we finna go to the league and stuff like that <laughs> not the league and now we like you know growing a little 22 you know yeah. getting to that point where we really want to like mold into it like ourselves and really make our lives something for real like mm -hmm. not focused on all the other stuff because like we really thought we was gonna go to league when we was in high school but like of course that was really like a waste of time like yeah. no I'm looking at that <laughs> now i go to la fitness give me a little bucket but now yeah. i'm worried about like just bigger stuff about like my mental health and my my physical health and just mm -hmm. really like making some money on and really mm -hmm. like you know really just the getting piece. to where i want to be in life so yeah yeah that, that's really what like the transition of like high school to now is it's just like high school was a season of me to like I would say really just test the waters, test what mm -hmm. I like to do, you know. It, I wouldn't say it was a waste of time, but it was a time for me to really just explore, mm -hmm. explore. You know what I'm saying? High school is a time for you to explore and kind of, it's, it's kind of like puberty. Like, you know, in high school, like you sort of hit puberty, but like high school is a whole pool of puberty because you right. run into like the person that you finna be before college and college is a whole nother monster. Exactly. We talk about for real. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, you know, transitioning to college now, we're looking at careers and stuff like that. We're still in this down south area. Y'all both in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, experience everything. So in college, like, how did y'all go about finding your true self?
stuff. That's what I want to talk about. So in the last two episodes, I definitely spoke on making a way out of no way. When was the time y'all feel like, let's talk about college, I guess, you know, making a way out of no way in college. Eating them ramen noodles in your dorm room. Only got $5 in your pocket. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's start with you, Shamir. Yeah. uh, For me, I had a lot of teachers up here in Atlanta area like, you need to leave Atlanta. You should go to Savannah State. You should get out of Atlanta. For real? Because Atlanta was a little crazy back in like 05, 04. Okay. Like gang sets and just mm. you know, immigration in a way. But, yeah. you know, um, we did have a hurricane that came through Louisiana area, Texas, mm. and a lot of people moved over here. Yeah. So no disrespect to that time, but there yeah. was a lot of robbery going on. Okay. So for me, I had my made my decision to leave and go out to Savannah State. And uh, that was really like a slower paced city. Real old school, you know, mm-hmm. we had the beach, we had the real historic downtown. Mm-hmm. Might be similar to you all's t- uh, yeah. y- y'all time. Yeah, we got Malekti, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so, our um, beach. But uh, for me, it was really like a, a eye-opener because I realized what I could bring to that city or what was brought to me into mm-hmm. that city. Um, and I just did my best to keep it clean, work for the city, you know, work for the schools and everything. I mean, of course we had parties and everything. Yeah. I joined my frat my a sophomore year. Okay. So that was a big piece. And, you know, we really made a stamp in that city with like services and mm-hmm. helping out the elders and the youth. So that was really like something that came from my family out here in the A in New York. But when I took it down to Savannah and it really put me into my career that I'm in now. Okay. Community. Yeah. Okay. So you had you had come I mean, you had you had help with you. Did you um grow up in a two parent or a one parent household? Oh um, yeah, two parents. Okay. Two parents, thankfully. Uh, mm-hmm. my mother and my stepfather. Okay. Did you have any friends or anybody you know that was you that was close with you that yeah. grew up in like a single parent and did you notice like a kind of difference with that with their life versus yours? Yeah, yeah. They left my they love my parents a lot more probably yeah. than me. You know, yeah. Right? <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, they loved coming over to my family crib. Okay. And getting advice from my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a pool in my backyard. So okay. my friends would come over, jump in the pool. Yeah. Have some good real summertime, real south. Cause we came from New York. You know, you only get kind of like one summer up there. Yeah. But down south, we live through the summer all year. You yeah. Know? So it was real special. <laughs> type of situation for me coming from New York down. Did y'all have any um traditions, anything that y'all would do uh, as a family? Birthdays for sure. Okay. You know, we just celebrated my mom uh, and my father's birthday these last couple months. Uh, okay. And then they kind of merged me and my youngest sister's birthday together because my youngest sister's birthday is in August, my birthday in July. Okay. And uh, her name is Kiana as well, by okay. the way. So they kind of <laughs> put us two together. You know, oh, you know. <laughs> popular name yeah you know? but uh, you know they kind of just merged our birthdays together so it was a good family celebration auntie uncles cousins yeah by, yeah and it was like a real tradition so okay yeah. okay and then javi you know of course um i know about you you know yeah. with you having a single parent and so before we talk about that i want you to tell your piece on you know a time when you felt like you had to make a way out of nowhere um it's so crazy like so Making it the way I know it, what, what I had to learn within that whole statement is, like, there is no no way. Like, it's always a way. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, I go to Clark Atlanta where our motto is find a way to make one. Oh, yeah. Y'all run that in the ground. Clark Atlanta run that in the ground. You don't learn nothing when you get to CAU. You going to learn that. find a way to make one. So, like, literally, I would just say it's really just been, like, my entire matriculation at Clark. But, like, um... A moment where I feel like I would find, I, would, I had to find a way to make a no, make a way out of no way would would be like, really. So I lost my mom in twenty twenty, uh, right before my sophomore year, like coming into my sophomore year, mm-hmm. and like honestly, like 
I did not think like I was gonna be in school. Like I was still like in in the position I was Mr. Sophomore then. I mm-hmm. was still doing stuff for the school, but like I didn't want to do none of that shit. Like yeah. I was like, forget all that. Like I'm ready to go ahead and drop out. Right. Like not be on earth. Like, I really thought life was gonna be yet. bad, but like literally like soon as everything had hit the fan and school was starting back, mm-hmm. like life didn't stop. You feel what I'm saying? So it I did. still had the position I had to do. I still had to be in school. I still had different stuff I had to do. And that just really showed me like mm-hmm. life can like you have to continue to like go on no matter like what situation, no matter what's going on in life. So like mm-hmm. literally like I'm still like I would say to this day, like find a way find a way out like find a way out of no way. Like you have it's kinda like a daily thing. Like yeah. when something don't work out that I can't do something one way and I That's really need to do that or like I know that's something I'm supposed to be doing or something that God called me to do. It's kinda like, no, nah, I'm gonna figure out how to do that. Like and it's like kinda kinda if you want to, you will. So Yeah. You know, if you if you really want something, you really want to go for something, you really know something's for you. Like it's it's kinda like a daily thing. You always have to find a way to do what God has called you to do because like if you don't find a way to do it then that's okay you disrespecting God and yourself at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I love that. Now I just wanna dig deeper more into you guys' career. You know, um I do respect, you know, men and you know, having something going for yourself, you know. That's like a really good thing. Even, you know, us ladies, you know, we all work hard. You know what I'm saying? So I want to know you guys' point of view as far as like working now in Atlanta. You know, how is it? Because, you know, I I feel like I spoke recently in the episode about the financial point of view. You know what I'm saying? From being from down south. Like I'm in the process right now trying to find an apartment. And it is hell. They want three times the rent. You know what I'm saying? You, you, if you don't get approved or just get approved with conditions, you got to pay the first month and last month rent for a deposit. You know, it's terrible out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I guess, you know, how, I guess, do y'all go about, you know, financially-wise or just trying to make a living? What do y'all, what do, y'all do to just try to make a living, to just try to survive in this down south area? I'll start with you, Shami. Yeah, that's a good question. Like I said, I'm always involved in community, a lot of community services. Okay. Uh, whether it's in Atlanta, DeKalb, Fulton, Gwinnett, try to move around Metro Atlanta, kind of just get my foot in the door. Mm. And I feel like anytime you do something good in society, it's always gonna come back to you. Okay. Maybe not immediately, maybe it could be a year later. Yeah. It could be a week later, you never know the angle's gonna hit you, but you gotta just be thankful for some of the situations. So mm. for me, um, I was able to, uh, like I said, kind of make my set in Savannah and kind of bring it up to Atlanta. Okay. Smooth everything. Out. Okay, well, you gotta tell us how you did that. I need, yeah. I need a little bit more. <laughs> Boy, tell me, I need a little bit more. That's a good piece, you know. So my goal when I was young, I wanted to be a teacher. I had a lot of teachers that was inspiring me, okay, giving me advice. They like my second, third, fourth, fifth style okay. of parents. Yeah. So I still stay in connect with them from my third grade teachers all the way to twelve. I love it. And I wanted to be a high school teacher. And uh, I had one of my mentors from Savannah, top principal in Savannah. He was like, "You should go into college for a little bit. You know, you're a little young. You." You 21, you trying yeah. to jump into the high school, yeah. you know, you should go college route. And ever since he said that, I've been in the college route for 10 years. So yeah. I, I feel like, again, education, music, and sports, that's my stamp. Mm-hmm. That's what I all pull, in, pull into when I pull it all together. Yeah. You know, so that's what kind of makes it a little easier for me. Like, I don't really got to worry about, you know, personal things as far as, like, rent. I was luckily uh, able to move here during the pandemic. Oh, and, okay. Uh, so you had it good. I, I was able to, you know, kind of just chill out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Kind of live in Atlanta like how we able to do now. So yeah. I'm gonna save some money. Yeah. Put it towards my apartment. And yeah. And, uh, okay. So you know I live close to Emory University, not too far from this mm-hmm. area. So I'm literally in the A. Oh know? yeah. So it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty so good. We, okay. Know, some struggle sometimes, you know, but yeah. Just keep it focused. 
And this what you gotta do. This you gotta do. What about you, Javi? Well, you know, I'm still a, I'm still, I'm still my, well, I'm a, I'm in my last year of college at the moment, so okay. I'm still um finding a way to make one. Yeah. So you know, um, my lesson would be like like it it would really be just like I'm just now having to learn how to lean on the people that I love and care about, mm -hmm. like truly, like I especially with my mom being gone, cause like how me and my mom like how we was like i don't like asking people for help you know yeah. what i'm saying i don't like asking people for i don't like being vulnerable and like really letting it be known like no nah, i'm like I'm, I'm going through it like, i ain't got nothing to eat like i ain't i, I really need a little song right now yeah. Yeah. like literally like i think just trusting god like so i have a mentor um i have a professor at school excuse me so he tells me like every day um the three things god gonna always provide for you is food shelter and clothing okay and literally like once I start putting that into my head that God promises me in the Bible, like he promised me when he birthed me that he was going to provide me food, shirts, and clothing, yeah. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. So, like, everything else is literally, like, what uh, it's a want or a desire. So, mm -hmm. every day I continuously see how God has just, like, he provides those things without me even noticing this. So, mm -hmm. like, today, for example, like, I went to the cab. I had my little car. I went to try to give me some yeah. chicken from the yeah. spot. And I'm thinking, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to have to swipe this card. Yeah. And it was like, no, nah, you good. Like, you, you good. Like, I see you. Like, okay. I, I see you every day. Like, you good. It's just how God just providing stuff for you. Like, yeah. so even, even when you're having a place to stay, like, I'm staying on campus. Like I, have, like, I have a place to stay. I have a place to lay my head just for, you know, to come up for when I really want to, like, you know, go get where God want me to go. But it's just like, what I always have to realize is that God going to always provide food, shelter, and clothing. So everything else I want is like smooth. Like I'm, yeah. I'm good. The money, you know, the money ain't going to come. Everything going to come as long as I stay like focused on what he truly wants me to do. But the three things that I, that folks be stressing about, God yeah. going to provide that anyway. So it's Hello. like, what, what's, what's need to be stressed yeah. about for real? Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. So before we end here, I do just kind of want to end this on a good positive mental note. Yeah. Um, I kind of been noticing um i forget who said it or who talked about it but basically you know from a guy's perspective about because you said something about it about not really want to ask for help mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and then also about how you know there's these things that guys aren't supposed to be depressed are they not supposed to be you know talk how they feel how do y'all feel about that let's let's end that on on a mental note tell the people yeah. you know about that state of being you know depressed or yeah. you know vulnerable let's talk about that yeah, from my perspective, the biggest piece is, uh, although I'm not a top artist or really push myself as the artist, uh, I do a lot of music, okay. you know, and I'm at my spot, cut my TV on, you know, just playing instrumentals, and I'm just expressing myself. Yeah. yeah. And I might send some of my tracks to, over to my family and my friend. It's kind of like, okay, that's, that's kind of nice. Yeah. But for me, it's just practice, you know, so I use that also helping other people if i can you know whatever way i may community service mm -hmm. picking up trash walking my dog let my dog bark at another dog <laughs> yeah. make relationships you kind of kind of like yeah you know yeah you can't really dwell on the negativity yeah and you know so i know everybody has different situations and i can't say my situation is perfect right. you know but i just do my best not to focus on the negative okay my, my tire kind of flat based on where i part like, yeah i gotta go put some air in my tire yeah. but i'm like it's a, it's a little hood out here yeah like, hey, 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 <laughs> Do it on the east side. Yeah. You know, my That's smart. So I don't get robbed out here. <laughs> Knock on wood. But, uh, you know, this is a joke to, to the piece. But, uh, you know, that's my biggest thing. It's like mm -hmm. trying to stay positive, you know, and uh, I express it through my music. My okay. Art, my creativity. Mm hmm And that cools me down. Okay. I love that. What about you, Javi? Um, I would say for me it would just be experiencing people. Mm -hmm. Um, 
when I lost my mom, I was very depressed. Like, honestly, just now, like, just in these past couple months, like, God has just been truly, ex like, doing his big one, I would say. So, yeah. you feel me? So, but what I had to realize is you have to continue to experience people. Like, yeah. the human behavior is so unpredictable. And the life, the the life that we actually live is just so sporadic, where we don't know what's gonna come in our life. Like what was what was made for our life is already written, but yeah. we don't know what that book entitles. Yeah. So we live this life trying to find like the answers to that book and what God called us to be in, what like what what is truly for us. But what I, I would think that like the best thing that's the best thing that has helped me like continue to keep pushing and continue to just have an enjoyable peaceful life is just experiencing people like okay. everybody has a story everybody has stuff they go through everybody be mad everybody be yeah. angry everybody sad happy yeah. laugh everybody has like the same emotions and the same feelings and the same stuff that we go through but just in different forms mm -hmm. so it's literally like you just always have to experience people even through the good the good times the bad times like you have to literally like experience those moments to just appreciate life like life is literally a journey mm -hmm. and i think we just focus so much on getting to the destination and where we want to be and where we want to go that we forget to like truly like experience life and like yeah. that comes with experience with people because like what else did god put us on earth for to all we here together like yeah. I, I don't know him yeah. i ain't never seen him before <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying i know yeah. you but it's like it's it's this is what life is about experiencing each other and having these conversations just for having sure. this experience with each other so yeah for mm -hmm. sure for sure yeah. Well, Good thank y'all so much for coming on thank to the show, the podcast. This was thank definitely dope. Show. If y'all can go ahead and tell the people what to follow y'all or just what to keep up with y'all and your business or whatever, go ahead and talk to them. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, a little bit of everywhere. YouTube, uh, my underscore, well, my name is pretty much Yates, Y-A-T-E-S underscore T-H-E underscore great. Yates the Great, that's my profile name and everything. You can just Google it. You'll be able to see everything positive coming up from my name. And uh, like I said, I'm thankful to be here. Repping the A from New York originally. But okay. I love the sound. Y'all yeah, 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 see, yeah. he tried to add in that little yeah, New York. Yeah, throw in there. Like, a little Brooklyn. Uh, you feel me? All right, go ahead. Uh, y'all can, uh, can follow me on all platforms. That Javi the OC, that is J-A-V-E. T H E O C. My father got a little bit champagne. But it's J-A-V-E-T-H-C-O-C. So, yeah, that's... That's me. Um, all platforms. And all I appreciate right. you for the opportunity. Most this definitely. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, y'all can follow the podcast at Dirty Stop One One underscore. And y'all can follow me at I Am Sip Love. Once again, this is episode five of Love My Dirty Stop Podcast. And we'll be back for more. Peace.